Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily Daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to the Moon Knight Review. I don't know. We need to think of a fucking name for these series when we're doing them, but this is episode plus, three. Midnight Review. Yeah, we do have the to have midnight, like a catchy. Midnight. Yeah, we got to, because we, we do Midnight's enough, you know? Welcome back sons. to the Midnight, the Midnight Review. I am the sinner, Travis. No, I was doing Afraid just, of the Dark if you didn't yeah, pick up scary. on it. that's scary. feel like yeah. there's something going to be crawling up my, dr- my drain pipe here pretty soon. Uh, I am the friendly type, Kirkland Dancer. I'm the geezer, Taylor Field. <laughs> yes, ladies and gentlemen. We <laughs> Sounds like geezer. I'm the geezer. <laughs> I'm the geezer. <laughs> the geezer. <laughs> A little bit of both. Yeah. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we are back. We reviewed the last two weeks of Moon Knight. We got a bunch of things going off. We've reviewed tons of things last week. Me and Kirkland just dropped a newscast. So listen to this Moon Knight review and then go and listen to the newscast talking about Morbius, a bunch of other Marvel stuff, the Moon Knight streaming numbers, method acting, some really fun times. So go check out that. Today, where can they find everything we drop? You guys just did a great side quest about Lego Star Wars. Where can they find everything? Ladies and gentlemen, you can find us with your internet connection in the search bar, geekverse.ca. Geekverse cast is our Twitter. Geekverse is our Facebook. And yeah, we just did uh, a side quest together, me and Dylan, covering Lego Star Wars, cover Kasaga. Definitely check it out. It's a good time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm excited to try that game at some point. So 
Uh, Moon. Oh, and everything down below. Audio, video, where subscribe. Our podcast feeds, the podcast network feeds. Go check those all out. Rate, subscribe for whatever you would like. And then Patreon. That's the best way to support us because you get ad-free, early, exclusive episodes, access to after nine. You get to vote on things. You get to send us topics and questions. But most importantly, the more you support us, the more content you create for this feed. Side quests, retrospective, extra newscasts. That's all you guys and gals. So we appreciate it. And we thank you very much. And we hope you're doing all right out there. So, Tearfield, what do you think of episode three? Non-spoilers. Oh. Sorry. Hmm. Yes. I I think, for me, it had, Uh-oh. like, a little bit of a slow kind of start. But then, it, like, things, Uh-oh. like, picked up quickly enough that I was like, okay, now I'm interested. Like, I, I thought nearing, nearing, like, the back end is when it really got, like, really exciting and just kind of, like, some cool things are kind of unfolding. But, uh I think I think the the beginning just maybe was it was too fast paced but all over the place and I mean that like it's it's weird because like it felt very fast paced but like slow at the same time <laughs> if that makes sense it's like a not weird at all because <laughs> when you made it sound like because you said it it's, the way you're talking made it sound like it was a slow start and then it picked well, up it, but now it, you're saying it's fast it was it was a slow start but things were super expedited in the slow start i guess i could i'm trying to say like it's weird how i'm trying to describe do it do you mean was was the pacing of the show slow but we were getting lots of information that would be like just more moving, sense. Yeah. moving fast, like <laughs> yeah. moving from one and place to another. Getting yeah. into the middle of the episode, then it started to feel okay. The pacing has now come in line and matched with the events and everything like that, and and it started to do like a really, really. I don't know what you're doing over there, Travis. The you scare me. Yeah. Are you afraid <laughs> of the dark, kids? <laughs> the theme of the evening. Oh. This week's episode, the sinner. No, what was I doing? What MC reference was I doing right there? They won't see me when oh, I look yeah. like this. I know what he's doing. Yeah. What was it? Uh, Thor. <laughs> okay, you, you just sound like you're trying to be smart. Like I know. What I don't want to spoil it. Sounds like something okay. I was gonna say. Yeah. yeah. Don't spoil anything. I'm gonna have to go in there and edit it again. <laughs> anything else in the? Yeah, yeah the Sonic end credit scene. Woo! Moon Knight <laughs> popping up. Fuck, he's gonna fuck up that hedgehog. <laughs> uh, anything more on this episode, Taylor? Visually, I think this is some of the best visual stuff so far among these three episodes that we got <laughs> i'm so excited to talk about this episode now was it <laughs> i'm not saying that's cgi but like visually it was some bewildering things okay that's it you're done yeah okay so i'm gonna go just because i'm almost the exact opposite to i still think this is a really good episode um i i think a good thing that's showing is around this time, I feel like in the Disney Plus shows is when I start to get really worried about the finale. I don't have that right now. I think the pacing's really good. I th- I'm agreeing that there's definitely some things we're moving a bit quicker on, but I don't think that's for like I think the stuff we're moving quicker on it makes sense because it's like a against the clock sort of story they're telling. So clearly, I think they set up what the finale is going to be, what the right like we're in the rising action, but kind of what the conflict will be, how it will resolve. So I, that's a good thing where Hawkeye, where even a little bit of Loki, Dexter recently, as far as like, man, how are we going to finish this off? I don't have that. They're keeping it pretty basic, which I think is good. Um, I think I have the most problems with this episode, but there's nothing huge as far as like, man, that was really bad. Or that was like nothing that really took me out of it. Just a few head scratchers, a few kind of, you know, maybe you could even call them nitpicks, but still it's kind of like, ah, I don't know if I buy that. I will say a lot of shit happens in this episode, like a lot. That's one thing I will say for the 53 minutes obviously there's probably 46 or some of the credits but 
there is tons of developments, tons of shifts, tons of character dynamics happening. So it feels like a solid episode. At the same time, when I'm not worried about the finale, I'm not as I remember when we were watching WandaVision and Loki that each week when it ended, I was like, man, I can't fucking wait for next week. I'm excited for next week. But I feel like the last episodes did a better job of where are we going next? Where are we going next? Where this, I felt like, other than a few questions, really laid the road for what's going to happen. Now, we got episode four. Lots of people said, oh, there's lots of big stuff happening in four. So maybe that'll change. And the good thing is there's a lot of stuff in this episode we hadn't seen in the trailer. So I always like that. So, yeah, I am i wouldn't say mixed on this episode. I'm, I'm pretty positive on this episode. But um, overall, the show, I guess, where the halfway point is, I'm not... Um, I'm not like, man, this is could be the one of the best Disney Plus shows now. Like I said, we still got three more. But, uh, yeah, still really enjoyed it. Got a few qualms I'll bring up. Uh, a few really good pauses I'll bring up as well. And uh, Kirk and Patzer, take it away. Yes, yes. Um, so, yeah, again, quite love. What a weird way to approach quite that. Quite love. I, I quite love this. No, I, I quite like this episode. Um, there was some moments that I wasn't really caring for. Um, but I definitely think by the end of the episode, I was I was hyped again, and it it ended strong enough for me to to want more, um, which is a weird like bare minimum. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I yeah no I I want more. I I think Oscar Isaac still really delivering. There was a couple more side characters that we were uh, we had we were able to spend some more time with, which was nice because I I'm actually quite liking them. Um, and yeah, it was just introducing more of the the world stuff and maybe more of the the larger than life uh, aspects of Moon Knight or, or just the lore around those types of characters. I really like the locations we were at. Um, it's it's really fun. I'm loving the soundtrack too in the show. It's 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 maybe just scratching like my mummy itch <laughs> or like back this in is a my big age, mummy episode. Big mummy episode for sure. Um, or also just like back in the day when I'd play Age of Mythology and you play as the Egyptians, it was just like this same soundtrack, like on loop and like the credit soundtrack too, which is just phenomenal. I love it. So mm. all that stuff is great. Um, some qualms here and there, but definitely not enough to really bring the show down too much for me. I I, I think maybe because we're on episode three now, I, I have like a baseline of like what to expect at least a little bit hopefully i get surprised with the episodes to come travis was mentioning episode four sounds like there's some some big shebangs going on there well and that was what a la- shebang is but the, i uh, <laughs> that was the last episode they gave the credits to so people think uh-huh. like oh then five and six is going to be really massive and stuff like that so i see okay <clears throat> we'll see and yeah i guess the other non-spoiler thing i would shout out to is i think for th- episode-wise, acting-wise, I think this is the best showcase for both Ethan Hawke and Oscar Isaac. They both have two solid scenes. Like, they have multiple good scenes, but there's two scenes in particular that I would shout for both of them where they just killed it. Oscar Isaac just did something with his face. I was like, man, this guy, this guy is exactly why I want him to be Moon Knight, Mark Spector, you know, Stephen Grant, maybe Jake Lockley one day, Mr. Knight. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, Anything else non-spoilers? All right, we're going to take an ad break, and then when we get back, we are full into spoiler mode, so uh, be ready for spoilers. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? 
purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. We here at Geekverse want to direct your attention to start listening to a new podcast or add it to your feeds. And what you should be adding to your feeds is the Hugonauts. The Hugonauts is a podcast where they review and recommend the best sci-fi books of all time. Each episode they cover a single book or series without spoilers and talk in detail what makes it great, what held it back, and recommend a few similar great books to read as well. They started their podcast to help people appreciate more of what makes sci-fi great, impactful, and human, as well as help people wade through the bad stuff and find the real gems of the genre. You can expect in-depth discussions about a book or series, an author, the themes, the characters, tech ideas, all of that with no spoilers. Just recently, they did an author interview and they talked to Joe Haldeman, who wrote Forever War. So go and search Hugonauts right now on any podcast app of your choice and please give it a listen. If you're looking for sci-fi books, you're looking for something, hey, summer's coming up, you're going to be kicking back, you're going to be reading, the sun's going to be out. You want to make sure you're not wasting your time. So go check out this podcast to find the right book for you. And we're back. It's a little loopy. We're 1 a.m. here and everything I love like it. that. Oh, no, yeah. I went through um, some hectic editing not too long ago. So. Yeah, Goosebumps retrospective right now. We're going to review every episode of Goosebumps and Are You Afraid of the Dark before we get to Moon Knight. No, um, I don't know <laughs> where to start here as far as the pauses or negatives or what we want to do here because I got I got a wide range of... Uh, you know, let's actually, talk about the gods. I, I think let's talk okay. about the gods because sure. they're a pretty big deal. Um, yeah. And I kind of had some issues with just like the way that they're handled. Uh, I'm totally fine with them just having like their own different avatars. But it was mm-hmm. it was I a like little that. strange for me w- when they had their their council and there's just some like British dude just talking and he's supposed to be like this Egyptian god. It just didn't really hit for me. You understand Pretty it case. though, right? Well, it's just they're the avatar of the god and they have like that's their human body. Yeah, mm-hmm. I understand. But you don't don't like you that get he's it? British? <laughs> Just no, like I, I totally get it. No, you know, we have Steven <laughs> we have Steven who has an accent and that's fine. He's like the avatar of Conchu. But it's just for me having this like council of the gods that like these are these Egyptian gods and they just have some dude that's balding and he's just wearing a suit and it it's I'm not really intimidated. I, I feel like they should have this this all knowing presence that a god character would have. Totally personal like opinion it's just it it, it kind of took me out a bit and then when we had like oscar isaac like speaking from conchu's voice <laughs> and it's just like i don't know man like maybe he's we could just have the conchu yeah he is he's got the neck vein for sure <laughs> but like That's I, Stephen I, I think i would have preferred if they just had like conchu's voice like like because it, it has like an echo effect like when you hear the conchu voice it's like it feels godly um and i i I think it right like he's just like bellowing out like yeah 
I think yeah. I think Kirkland's just saying the choice maybe didn't work. And like I'm yeah, I think for me I'm personally. Yeah, I think I'm less negative on the that part than Kirkland, but there were a couple times when he's doing like this is just a little funny. Like this is like it's just coming <laughs> off like it's supposed to be serious and there's times where it's not I think for me, and I'll refer back to it later, we've talked about this a few times already, but I think the opening of the show and this moment of the show really shows I'm not trying to say shows so much. Uh it really portrays the like how much of the budget we can use because I feel like if this was a movie you get all I like the idea of all oh, the avatars walk them in they all take the council spot okay if this was a movie I feel like the gods would come out of their avatars and they'd be talking you'd see fully animated CG yeah. gods interacting but no we just got a bunch of random people who are just like fine actors that we don't really care about and I, I felt like the meeting I liked the setting of like the actual set of the meeting that looked yep, cool like absolutely. it said the whole episode from the beginning once you see a har a hero with like the little uh like uh, I don't know scarf over his head or whatnot felt like the mummy it felt like they're looking for Imhotep they're digging around stuff so this all worked for me but the meeting I, my problems was less of it where I feel that that's some of the stuff that's rushed where okay we're meeting all the gods this is cool and I'm like okay they're avatars but all right that's probably a budget thing or they just want to go this route that's fine whatever like I guess maybe gods as far as in this universe the mcu they can't just portray themselves outside the body right so okay fine whatever it's these avatars for me it was just so they're he's they're explaining you know okay you know who are you okay conch conch on trial pretty much and he calls a big accusation uh arthur because he's saying he's trying to uh resurrect a met right and my whole thing was, so these people, we literally just saw Conchu, even though he's in the body of Steven, he could turn the moon around, they still have powers, they can do a bunch of stuff, right? To me, you're telling me that he can say, hey, Arthur is doing this crazy stuff to, you know, take, make Amit come back. And then Arthur's just like, oh, this guy's crazy. And the whole council of gods just turn on <laughs> Conchu right away. And like, he is like... He is ill. He needs help. But my thing is, like, these guys and gals have so much powers. They can't have a fucking raven, like, fall Arthur around. Like, yeah, no, he is actually doing this. Shit. Like, it just felt like it felt way too easy to just jump yeah. from, oh, Arthur, what are you doing? Oh, Stephen. Oh, what did you do? Like, no, like, it felt like you guys completely forgot what we were talking about before. And I just felt like they should have some power to just be able to fucking find out that Arthur's doing this. Like, it's just weird. Of, like, okay, so he, because where did he come from? He literally came from the dig site of a met <laughs> like they call him and then where is he probably going back to probably the dig site so why is no one like hey arthur by the way just to make sure that you are legit one of us is going to come with you for the next little while or so we're like one of our minions so it just felt all too easy for me the meeting where i liked the it in concept but the execution was a little uh, i thought the acting between not so much the voice of Conchu coming out, but I loved Oscar when he was trying to fight it and he was like crying and he didn't, he felt like he was going to throw up. I like that. And Ethan Hawke was great. I think the dialogue they gave him was very man, very just kind of easy, but how he delivered it and how he was like selling them again, I think with another actor, this scene could have been even maybe less good, but Ethan Hawke sold this. So like, Oh, he's a broken man. Like I love the yeah. cadence he has with his character and the speech and everything. So I, I liked the concept of the meeting. Didn't like the execution. Taylor, where were you on the, uh, the gods and Arthur and Steven and the whole jazz? I'm the opposite. Cause I really, really like this whole sequence. Um, I felt like 
You know, you, you didn't have... have to join us tonight. No, I'm joking. Yeah. <laughs> I felt like you had these uh, archaic kind of mindsets that were still, you know, they live in the past mm-hmm. with how they deal with this. And this was represented and reflected perfectly here with how they held this trial. I think it just was executed great. So when uh, they were kind of turning on Conchu and on Mark, I like that uh, dynamic as well because... Uh, again, like it's just him kind of like breaking and falling apart and they were just kind of calling him out. And I like seeing them using their avatars because they've they stated humanity has disbanded them. Essentially, they have no more use for them and given up on them. So they don't really exert their power to kind of meddle with humans. I was just watching this and getting Eternals flashbacks for some weird reason, but it's just the way it is. So Mm-mm. the... Uh, all in all, I, I like how you see, I, I guess, I don't know if it would be like their morals or whatnot, but Conchu's just using his powers left, right, and center, and then you just see these other gods not exerting that. They did, to a degree, to stop violence from happening in their court, but I, I wouldn't expect them, based on that sequence, to do anything beyond that, to get way, like involved. They're only serving their own means, and I get you could argue, okay, why didn't we see them in their god form? You could argue, okay, yes, this is a chamber, it's private, this is where all the guards are, so they should display their true forms, but at the end of the day, I also understand, okay, each avatar really is the only one that sees their god in their representation, so when they're channeled through, like, it's like dispensing minimum effort Mm. to achieve maximum efficiency, I don't know what you want to call that term, but I enjoyed it, I enjoyed the sequence. Yeah, I guess it's just, I, I, I get the point that you have of they don't want to kind of get involved in human activity but then at the same point like what arthur is doing with the met is not exactly human activity right it'd be like like resurrecting something really bad in the world that has direct connection to them so i guess that's where i was kind of thrown off where it just kind of felt so easy of okay well arthur's off the hook now good for arthur and i think he's doing it in a way that is not as revealing as what Conchu's doing. Conchu's doing solar eclipses and turning back the stars and stuff. So, I mean, that gets their attention, whereas he's just following a already pre-existed, created scarabite compass. Mm -hmm. So he's not drawing any attention. They can't confirm what he's doing. And plus, I mean, it's hard when someone walks in there, it's like boy who called wolf. He just strolls in. He's acting normal, composed. Like, hey, I was abused by Konshu, and they already have a, a hate towards Konshu because of oh, the yeah. things he's done in the past, right? So he's not coming in strong on this trial. That, I guess it's just, oh, go ahead. Girl. That, that was the way I, I I was looking at that scene, more of a comedic thing. But I'm like, man, these people just fucking hate Konshu. Like oh, they're oh, just yeah. they're, they're just looking for any reason. It's like, oh, he he looked at you wrong. Okay, we're gonna turn him to stone. We we don't even have to. We don't even care if you're trying to resurrect Amit. They're just gonna go with this. And I guess I just want to know, like, does the – because so why exactly do they care about Arthur anymore? You know, because Arthur was the Avatar. Like, to me, what they're insinuating, Arthur was the Avatar and then he went his own way. We've talked about this a few times. It's like, where does his power come in? Does his power come in because he was an Avatar? Did he find something else? So some reason they – like. If he was an avatar and he's not with Conch anymore, they shouldn't care about what Arthur is doing, but they clearly do. So if they do, do they know about like what? He, like, do they know his cult thing? Do you know wherever he travels? There's like a bunch of dead bodies around. Like, it just feels, it just feels too easy for Arthur. The second you bring, him, I think I would have been fine if 
Steve, like Khan, she would have said, "Hey, I'm trying to track down and stop Arthur," and they'd be like, "Okay, that that's great. Maybe we'll help you." But while you're here, let's talk about what you're doing and stuff. I would have liked it better if Arthur was not being able to be found because then I could go, "Okay, they can't track him either." But the fact that they just throw up a sand portal and he just walks through the door is like, "Well, you could find him at any moment." So why aren't you going to see any of these things he's doing? And it's again, like I said, what's the line of you don't want to disrupt with human you know, activities, but that's not what Arthur's doing. He's not doing human activities. He's raising gods and using mm -hmm. your type of power. So I guess I'm very confused about the limits, and I think it's just, unfortunately, it's kind of lazy writing for this, and maybe that shows whether it's not enough episodes to, you could do a whole Arthur episode. It's like, ah, oh, we don't have time for that, but I almost would like that to see I, I would be so down because you get to see him meeting Khonshu and maybe what his yeah. – because maybe in the past he insinuated like, oh, yeah, when Khonshu abused me. Maybe in the past we see more that he's always been really good with this council and they've always believed him. But it's just – it's just not enough. You know, it's kind of like when we I just watched Phantom the Menace recently, uh, again, because I'm getting ready for Kenobi. And one good thing that that does is they constantly set up, like, how the Jedi Council does not really agree with Qui-Gon Jinn. And there's, like, multiple meetings again and again. But this is the first meeting with Arthur and the Council, and we just don't know either way how they feel about him. So, again, yeah. just maybe a bit more context with all of them in general. So Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. And me. I I would have definitely preferred if they I don't know did something with Arthur to just show that they have power because like personally mm -hmm. like they just feel very weak and like just knowing that these are Egyptian gods and like you know you can write it on it's like oh they're just not meddling with the affairs of anyone it's like okay but in this chamber I, I would have liked a little bit more showcase of just that these are gods not just dudes in suits like speaking like they're an egyptian god you know like because it, it would have just hit a little bit better and i i i think i just <laughs> i don't know lost some respect for these egyptian gods in that scene and then also later on when like arthur is just, just in there he's just back <laughs> and it's it's as if like this one god is like his butler it's like oh yeah, yeah. sir can i get you anything else okay i'm gonna leave you alone in this chamber okay bye-bye and then he like walks away and then arthur just does his evil smirk goes over and they're just just fondles the the conchu doll oh. thing and yeah like it, it that was a very weird scene honestly just like why was he even in there and like why is this god just guiding him around like it didn't make any sense and yeah i don't i don't know taylor you got anything on that way <laughs> arthur was back later on at the end of the episode other than just, I felt like he just, they wanted a scene of him trash talking Conchu, which was great. <laughs> Ethan Hawke was he delivering. He can hear us. And yeah. then the goo <laughs> I would just laugh if Arthur like turned around and just like mooned him like, fuck you, yeah. Conchu, I hate you. Like, I, again, I, Ethan Hawke. Tea bags the doll. The delivery the of like milk. how you broke me and what you did to me led me to this point. So like my demise yeah. of your hands is what led to my success. All the dialogue they give Ethan Hawke, he's selling it like a motherfucker. It just yeah. is like, yeah, why is he back? What's happening? Why is he alone and have you been following him have you been following him at all because he also just killed a bunch of random people again like he literally went to this oh, yeah. meeting went somewhere else killed some people and came back like what's up guys but with conchu it's like fucking lock him up we're putting him in a little statue box right now yeah. it's like where was it he went and killed people at the little with the sarcophagus remember he showed up to stop mark and um he showed up but he didn't 
kill. I don't remember him killing anyone. He just he just appeared and then he just sauntered off and it was like he the goons in, okay. killing people. Okay, yeah, but he instigated <laughs> he that situation to go game. really bad. Yeah, but I that's mean. he's that's throwing not... his staff around. He's like, hey, well, he's guys... he's. In, I wouldn't say instigating. He's he's showing the guy like a few little tricks, but that's not enough to like conjure <laughs> the wrath of the gods, in my opinion. <laughs> but like, but again, he's he's doing things that are leading to deaths. This is what's happening. Everywhere Arthur goes, there are dead bodies. Eventually, you'd be like, hey, maybe something's wrong with Arthur, but they don't give a fuck. Don't meddle in the affairs of mortals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just, again, I kind of divert back to that archaic way of thinking. Like, he hasn't, he hasn't, he's not committing the crime. Like, he legit isn't. Like, I could go and I could. He has the past few days, though. Like, remember at his little, like, homeless hut the other day? He killed that homeless man. They weren't watching him those days, though. (laughs) Yeah, I guess. Since the trial, though, I mean, he hasn't done anything wrong. They're all just staring at Conchie. (laughs) Next episode, when he murders, like, fucking 12 dozen people, and there's going to be like, oh, no statue for this guy. I'm going to call bullshit. Well, moving forward now, obviously, like, we can expect, okay, the gods are going to regret their decision of Mm. kind of a... Imprisoning Conchu and kind of boosting up uh, um, Arthur. Ethan. Yeah, Arthur. Ethan. Okay. <laughs> Ethan on his first name basis. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Ethan um, Kensington. <laughs> Ethan Kensington. But yeah, I don't. Uh, as for why he just kind of like strolled in at the end there, I mean, fuck if I know. That didn't. I kind of caught me off guard. Um, and it was just. It seemed really weird too. Like, yeah, can he hear us? And he's like. I believe so, or something like that. Like, it's like the look it's he had, skeptical. Dude. Yeah, like, he doesn't even know for sure. Because <laughs> gonna beat off in the chambers. Yeah, like, it felt a little sexual. Like he's just gonna take him and like use him as like a pillow. Like he's just gonna take Conchie, just put him through hell. You know, like oh yeah, he's gonna use him as toilet paper roll, just put it on there. But. Uh, All in the game here says uh, I thought they set up so the Avatar and the suit had been in league. Harrow for some time, but it turned out he wasn't just Harrow at face value. <laughs> good, good. <laughs> and see, I would have been down for that. Same thing if that would have been the big reveal at the end of like, oh, good thing we got rid of conscious yeah. so you can ascend. I'd be like, oh, perfect. That answers all my fucking questions. But And maybe yeah. that will happen, but I felt like the end of this episode was the time to do it it was the place to be like okay here's the big reveal but yeah conchu's a statue now i wonder now do you think it takes magic to get him out of there or do you think if you just simply break it he'll get out i think you gotta break it you think you gotta break it i i don't know i in a moment like at the end there i thought he was gonna just shatter it or something yeah Uh, me too and i thought that might be him being gone yeah yeah i don't know but he is a god, so like maybe if this is his prison and it breaks, he would just come back. It's not mm. like his physical Cla- body's there. Classic mummy Egyptian magic. You <laughs> yeah, know? Exactly. you're trapped in stone, the right? It, it took yeah, my eyes. It was. It was. It was <laughs> gonna be one of those games. <laughs> he, he takes. The, yeah, it was some type of stone. Yeah, yeah, it was stone. Yeah, because it was a big rock, and then they filed it down. So I guess yeah, you can't really break. I don't know. I guess you could still like break it in half. Maybe the stone got hauled out in the middle or something. So you still have to break it though. Yeah, but these guys are <laughs> tough guys. They're gods. What I was going to ask you guys, though, because like I'm not sure, because, again, they've changed lots of stuff from the comic books. With Conchu gone, will Mark slash Steven have the powers of Conchu as far as the suit, some super healing ability, super strength, or do you think that's gone and he can just switch between the personalities? I feel like it's gone and he can just switch between personalities because he looked like he was losing parts of the suit when Conchu was just getting uh, yeah, put in Yeah, I cement. think he lost it when that happened. 
Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling me, and I'm fine with it, but you're telling me we're probably going to yeah. <laughs> <we're> <laughs> go until the finale with Moon Knight back. And you know what? Yeah. This is just, I want to drop this before I get it. Just a big old suck it to Clay from DC Alliance because he's always bringing up about Batman needs white eyes. It's not comic accurate. When am I going to get a Batman with white eyes? And I always have to explain to him like he's a child being like, no, they can actually show emotion when he has the eyes. If you put the white eyes on him, you can't do that shit. Deadpool doesn't count because they made him animated spider-man doesn't count because they made them animated so with this he's always like look at moon knight he why are you fine with moon knight having it and i've said before you look at the screen time of moon knight being in the show hasn't been that actual much and then guess what the first time that moon knight has anything emotional reaction because every time he's kicking ass right tonight he has something emotional layla's being attacked that hood came the fuck off so you could see oscar isaac emote and say layla no and then right when he goes back to kicking ass the hood goes up as i've said i'd be completely fine with batman having white eyes if you just do an action scene, the nighttime emotional, the guards go up just like Iron Man. Iron Man, you get to cheat because it's white eyes. But anytime something big's happening, they go inside the helmet to show his face. You need that emotion. Last week, him running, just being like, oh, I got to time this. Like, all the stuff we've seen with Moon Knight so far has just been purely, I'm going to kick ass. That was the first time we've seen something really emotional. And the hood came up because you need to see the eyes. I personally feel like that kind of came out of nowhere for the hood to randomly just like yes. flip up because <laughs> these I guys have that, spears uh, at yeah, you and like okay and shields up right now. He he got emotional because he saw Layla obviously in this situation predicament and the hood went up and I, I get that okay you well, they have to display the emotional component to his face definitely it didn't work for me there I feel like you can with this whole CGI suit easily with fancy camera work and angles make it look like he is very worried with emotion i feel like you can do a lot with eyelids you know and like you can have but a not lot if the emotion. eyelids don't move if they're just solid eyes you can't do anything with them right if they're just stuck and so far his eyes have not really moved his mask so far moved. but it doesn't mean they can't do it no no exactly but i'm just saying like let's say in the context of this show it's just a solid mask then you can't do that right and that's why i agree with you that it's I like the white eyes, and I get that you got to show emotion, but it did feel weird. Just his helmet coming up, and th- and that to me showed there wasn't a story reason. It was just we want to show Oscar Isaac acting, which is fine because you got to show him emotion. But they wanted to show that, and I guarantee you, next time he's Moon Knight, it's going to come off. And again, I I'm fine with it because I'm always more interested in the split personality, to, like mm-hmm. the disorder, those characters. But like, it is funny. Look at the screen time. I'd love to see someone s bubs in the morning or somebody get a, a full screen time of Moon Knight being on like what. We got five seconds in the premiere. We got about a minute last week. And this was about, what, two, three minutes, I think, something like I don't even know if we've had five minutes of him in the suit, you know? And that's where it's just so funny where people are like, oh, look, we're getting the suit episode one. Yeah, we are, but not really. And it's, I guess, too, because I the, that suit, like... I do like it, but I also think sometimes the face is almost like a bit too CGI'd. It's weird because the whole suit looks pretty practical, but the eyes, because they're making them glow so much, it's like you could tone it down. Like, I don't think it needs to be so CG, but yeah. Mm-hmm. I like the look of it at, at nighttime with the glowing eyes. It, mm-hmm. it, oh, yeah. It, it, that really works for me. <clears throat> Since we're just talking about the some CGI stuff, I found um, when Mark was switching back and forth with steven and then he's just dialoguing with conchu and it's like daytime uh out in the desert that was cgi was kind of rough for me it 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 just it was pretty clear that it was green screen uh just all of the cgi in general just works better at nighttime yeah moon night conchu have have a lot more moon night scenes (laughs) you know at nighttime um 
but yeah, no, that 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 one kind of, cause yeah, when it was on Conchu, it it just kind of looked fuzzy, and they had like semi shake cam, like just while he was talking, it was kind of a bizarre situation. Um, so I I I hope going forward they really limit the the daytime stuff, cause I mean the other CGI that we were complaining about, what was that episode one with with, yeah, with, with the, the log logs, truck, yeah, daytime, you know, oh yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, it's hard to hide, hide it's hard yeah. to hide, and I wonder if they weren't doing date or they were doing daytime because they don't want to make I. I don't know how this works in the MCU. Is like, can he not access the suit in the day? Because like the moon has to be out. That I don't know. And if they're doing that, that's why I felt like they were doing a lot in the daytime. Because not that it was awful, but I definitely was not a fan of the opening set piece of him on that building roof. Because that did not feel like a building roof at all. This is just some little back lot where there's a CGI screen, and it's so weird because I think when he got the suit on with the Moon Knight fight, I thought that fight was awesome with the horses he's he's he has some great like kick flips and he's moving around when he was just mark like oscar isaac like fighting on that roof that fight that roof was not a good fight scene like it was really slow and just really kind of just like he'd like throw a guy up against the wall and the guy like kind of pulls him and it was like really choppy but i thought that first fight on the roof did not deliver i thought it was it just felt like very choreographed it didn't feel natural at all but the stuff with moon knight was was great so they're kind of a 50 54 of the fights with me last week there wasn't much with the jackal the jackal was invisible most of the time and then moon knight just fucking spiked him on a rooftop right so i'm 50 50 on the action so far but yeah the cg it continues to be probably the weakest point of this show and at times it goes from being very bad to just all right but yeah the daytime that was for me that opening shot of the roof it just it just didn't it just didn't feel like it was a real outside area you know and that that kind of sucks but you know uh thought, in, did you have something to say you look like your your mouth was moving to so i thought you oh, it was moving it was moving uh in regards to the <laughs> rooftop he's doing the scary movie too <laughs> the- fuck me <laughs> 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 that's fucking great scene <laughs> the fucking priest <laughs> father <laughs> um in regards to the opening fight scene here in this episode um i'm curious now they they kind of touched on it really really quickly again because it was so fast-paced at the beginning but who mm-hmm. is this third persona that they are unaware of i'm excited you brought that up and we're going to talk about that after this next ad break and we're back. So yeah, it was I I was caught off guard by that and I thought we we're going to get this answer at the episode cuz they did it at the rooftop and then later on they did it when he was just in the random in the desert field because they did this thing where I like the perspective of it was Mark and we're seeing him switch back and forth to Steve and then we go to Mark. So I like the first time it's like Steven's trying to get him on like a flight like out of there. I don't know if that was Steven no, because I guess, Steven yeah, right came back and he's like oh where are we going and the guy's like oh we're going to the airport and he's like oh and i was like oh is no mark that was still mark him? no that was mark and when he asked him where we're going to the airport that was mark when he was talking mm-hmm. to the driver was so it really because it's not i thought it sounded like steven with the accent no 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 that was mark so i think they were trying to insinuate that steven got in there because the way i take it is they do that rooftop scene where they fight right and then mark flashes out and then then the the cab i think they flash to steven steven <laughs> ran out of there tried to get them to the airport and then the next time you flash to Mark is there's a knife coming out, everything like that. They actually got killed not on the roof. They got killed in the mm-hmm. – yeah, you're mixing the two scenes together. But Steven was in the cab. He's like, where are we going? The guy's like, airport. Then he saw those guys, I thought, and was like, hey, no, like, that's what Mark. happened? That was Mark? Cause, no, because Mark's looking the at them. Yeah, Mark's looking <laughs> at them. And then he's like, 
like i need to talk to you he's like you just said you'd let us go and stuff like that. and he chased them down and he, the, the sign is he's like doing like somersaults over cars so that's clearly mark but then yeah when he spaces out he's in the middle of the desert and it's nice in him and i was like holy shit like steven did this then he's like i didn't do that so for me i thought either we're gonna get another person out of here there's all there's jake lockley that's still in there or i thought it was conchu somehow possessing the mm-hmm. body doing it because Conchu's more violent we did not get that answer in this episode i thought for sure if it was conchu that might like he might like he might find out about that and i might drive more of a space because we might not get conchu maybe to the finale now so I, I'm really not sure if it is Jake, if it's Conchu, if it's even... And I would also be down for the show if they wanted to, hey, we're going to add our own personality. I'd be completely fine with that. And they're also, like, playing up this whole, like, he might have killed Layla's dad sort of gimmick thing. And that's where, now, did he kill Layla's dad as Mark, like, protecting Layla? Or is there another personality that killed him and he's trying to protect that? I'm not sure. I really don't know. And th- that's one mystery box element that I'm that was smaller in this episode, but I do really like as far as the rest of the show, I feel like we can lay out, okay, uh, he's going to raise on it. Moon Knight and him are going to have a big fight. Layla and them are going to fight a little bit, but they'll make up and he's going to have to go a separate way and be on the run. Like, I feel like, and he's going to stop, like, Conch is going to come back. I feel like we've, we know the, where the finale is going, but the little stuff of who was doing this killing, I don't know. Will a third personality have a different accent too on the game asks? It'll be the same guy that's that main avatar that you like, Kirkland. The British guy? Yeah, he'll be the third personality. <laughs> no, he has to have a Jamaican accent, this third one. That's <laughs> crazy. Moon Knight. Moon Knight Man. Yeah. Uh, what you crying about? <laughs> oh dear. Well, what okay. do you think about this uh, uh mystery personality, Kirkland, doing these killings? Yeah, so, I mean, this kind of went over my head. I feel like I just kind of assumed it was one or the other. Um, that's what They're just blaming when each it's, other. When it's late at, yeah, that's what happens when it's late at night. Um, so I'm excited to hear more, but as of right now, I mean, I kind of missed it, so don't really have much to add. I think it's exciting. Uh, Travis, you mentioned, like, if they go the route of doing something really new, I think that is a really good idea, honestly, because they're already... I mean, I don't know Moon Knight, but it sounds like they're already switching up Mr. Knight's persona with oh, yeah. Steven. So they've already shown that they're they're not really afraid to change things up. So they're adding another person. Um, I think it's fun because it's it's one less thing that people can be like, oh, they took this from the comics and they ruined it. You know, like it's something fresh. So <laughs> they ruined they'll probably say thing. that anyways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Uh, and what do you think about Layla's dad? Do you think that is just Arthur messing with them? Like that has nothing to do with, you know, Mark I, and company or? What, I think it'll come up again. I think it'll come up again. Uh, just a terror rift between either Mark and Layla. And uh, and do you think just, Mark's responsible or one of the personalities responsible? Or do you think Arthur's I think around? I think either directly or indirectly, yes. He, mm-hmm. he, he has something to do with it. Because he's, he's a shady guy, man, Mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he, he is... He's killed many people. Um, yeah, he's. I, I. I did like the little romantic moments that him and Layla mm-hmm. had, and even Stephen and Layla. I feel like that's going to oh, be it a was thing. way more hot with Stephen <laughs> yeah. and Layla. I, I still push back. I was more tired. But I still push back on Taylor being like, if she sleeps with Stephen or something, that's not cheating. You know what? They're they're put, they're use them as two different people. You know, it's, I don't know. Like you can say to oh, it's the same body, but I don't know how you would feel if you had a little Stephen in you and that that was a person 
taking we'll advantage Steven. of the situation. Steven's you know? couple I mean, technically, I'd still be present because while Mark was walking, Steven's like, I'm in the pyramids of Giza. Yeah, but so, that, I mean, while he's I, wa- or while having sex with Layla, I'd yeah. be like, oh, I'm in Layla or whatever he'd be saying. I don't know. Sorry, no, he wouldn't be saying that. But that would just be you on the side watching yourself make love to your wife. I feel like in the scenario, I feel like you would not. Maybe that's a kink he would like. Maybe he's a voyeur at heart. Who knows? Oh, okay. So, we know Taylor's a national cuck or something like that. So, there you go. <laughs> no, Only no. if it's himself, though. But um yeah i like them bonding that was good yeah again i do feel like they are and i'm having fun that i do think they are kind of playing up that she's growing fond of steve and we'll see what happens there um could be a weird scenario everyone just go remember what happens uh with hannibal Let's see, see all in the game knows what's up <laughs> and they have to have sex in the mirror and they're poor layla they're just switching back and forth like every three seconds like, ah, ah! and she's like are you done he's like no i'm just like switching back and forth between personality like but um yeah you know it's the third personality and both of them are just having to watch but that's the interesting <laughs> thing yeah. it's the only time he comes out <laughs> it's conchu <laughs> no but that's the weird thing with that third personality how come they like usually when mark is non-control he's in like their their sunken place right he's in this cold place off the side same as steven when this third personality is in control how come they don't have any remembrance of that how come they're not seeing that so that's what's interesting as well like does this third person have a bit more control um but yeah i think it'd be a fun dynamic was as i gonna say before we talk about that go watch a hannibal love scene from season two and i feel like that's a situation we could get but they won't do that at all because we've seen uh how far they'll go with sex scenes and uh, eternals you know it's it's pretty tame but yeah i think mark will kill her will have killed her dad but her dad's gonna be some shoot super shady like bad guy or something like that like it had to be done or something like that so taylor what are your theories on the third personality and what are your theories on uh, uh layla's dad uh, I mean, third personality. I mean, I have no idea because I don't know any of these other personas. That but do you think associated. so? Here's the thing: Do you think it's Conchu, or do you think it's a just a new personality? My first inkling was that it was Conchu, but I I think it defeats the purpose of having an avatar. I mean, they yeah. Even when we saw in the courtroom scene, they weren't controlling these people; they were just speaking through them, right? So, mm-hmm. I think there's certain limitations in what they're doing. For the other gods, maybe Conchu's that exception. I'm sure we'll find out. Uh, as far as like who killed Layla's dad, it, I mean, it's it's a whoever, whatever it was, it's affiliated with Conchu, no doubt in my mind, because Conchu's just fucking got a hard on for taking Layla as Moon Knight for some reason. So. He is the third personality. He, he wants the he wants the whole yeah. kick of butyl. Yeah. Um, let's see. And I have notes, but anywhere specifically you guys want to go to? I wanted to mention, I feel like, I like, I, I think it was all super badass, but I just thought it was super coincidental and maybe Layla just rocked it just because I guess she knows who Moon Knight is, but she had like the Moon Knight necklace, like mm-hmm. blades, very cool weapon. Yeah. But, yeah. I was going to ask too, why was it maybe just, was it just Steven holding back or was he trying to personally change the ways it felt like at the beginning of this episode mark was not wanting to kill people which was strange because they've kind of said as his mercenary right and he was like he's just a kid and i don't know was that steven stopping him or was that him like uh, i said well initially like the thing that's stopping him is like he just wanted to talk to the people to like get yeah, more information true. out uh but i did notice there was a bit of a shift because like you said like don't want to just kill this person he is just a kid um which is I feel like that's the first time you kind of see that side of Mark mm-hmm. so far in the show. Uh, He'll talk. It's going soft. I guess he didn't I talk. Yeah. 
Yeah, let's see here. Um, yeah, I was then, gonna. Oh, go ahead. oh sorry. I, no, go are ahead. we just fishing notes here? Yeah, just I, fishing I just, notes. Yeah. I just wanted to mention how awesome Oscar Isaac is. It's just playing the like different people in like the same body. Like, like we've seen. Um, oh my gosh, late night brain. James McAvoy. James McAvoy. Thank you. Like the way that he could do it on like so many different personalities, but just in certain moments when. He would be dialoguing with Steven as Mark and it's just or or even just, I don't know, having thoughts about the way that Steven is approaching something. And it, it feels like a completely different actor. And like just to pull those off with his facial movements or just the way that he talks as a different persona. I think he's doing such a good job at portraying these two characters. And hey, if there's a third one introduced and we see a, a whole nother Oscar Isaac, I, I'm excited for that. He just he's a great actor. And it, I, I, I like that we're seeing the uh just what he can do on the role he's he, I, I feel like he's not really being um like bottlenecked w with the character like he's actually mm -hmm. able to show what he can do um <laughs> especially when he's possessed by a by a egyptian god show those neck veins yeah i was gonna say that um yeah and all the game i was gonna shut that on the second there at the end um yeah i was gonna say there was a moment where it's they're in the desert they're trying to put together the map and everything like that and he takes the mirror he rips off door handle he walks he's like okay you're in and you see oscar isaac's like physical body demeanor and his face completely change into steven mm -hmm. and that's where i was like damn again why we need an actor like oscar isaac i was like damn that's so good and like it just comes off so natural it doesn't feel cheap or cheesy or anything like that it just felt natural like wow this this guy can go. So Oscar Isaac, yeah, he's 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 a gem, and I'm happy he's in the show. You know, so um, well, I was gonna say, you guys, do you have any thoughts on the actual Moon Knight scene? Because we, I think we end up transitioning from moving away from that. But any thoughts on the actual fight scene we got with him? He got a bunch of poles through him. You know, he he, he was mm -hmm. looking down and out there for a little bit, but he he made it back. Uh, I enjoyed the scene when he transitioned to Mister Knight, and he's just kind of like. Like, oh, everyone, time out, time out. Like, just take a break. And he got stabbed out of nowhere. And then he's like, he just like rescinded. He's like, he's like Mark, Mark, you can come back Mark, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like that. Yeah. No, I, I, I loved it. I, I think it looked really good. Just see it in action. Um, I, I knew that scene was coming from the trailer. The iconic little, the, the some cape moon porn. Cape. In this yeah, some, yeah, some good cape porn. But I think it looked good. And, when I was talking about just like the difference between daytime and nighttime CGI usage, I, I think it looked all really good in, in that sequence. I mm -hmm. couldn't really nitpick too much with it. So, Yeah, only thing I'll add is I still continue not to be the biggest fan of what they're doing, Mr. Knight, that he's just, I don't like that he's a steam personality, and that's fine. Where I go, okay, I've accepted that. This is their adaption. Let's see how they do it. And I still hate that he just pops in for just, just, a, just a, like two one-liners, then he's gone. Like So, so still not you know the biggest fan and i know people have been like well just wait and see he could become a detective and things can change like maybe but i just feel like the more they give us of mr knight they're trying to be like this is our version of that character you know so and hey to, to each his own you know and my last note was to yeah like all in the game was uh putting out the rest in peace to the guy that played anton gaspard yellow i think it's how you say his name he was uh i first saw him when he was played Hannibal and Hannibal Rising the prequel of Hannibal he was Anton the guy in the red robe and he had passed away just shortly I think before the end of the year or the beginning of this year like a terrible skiing accident and whatnot so mm -hmm. so sucks but uh, they gave him a little shout out there at the end and everything so 
Um, let's see, only game. So you can't be killed or injured in the Moon Knight suit. Well, they did specifically shout out that he said, like, his whatever conchu or healing powers. The conchu specifically said some sort of name and healing powers. Now, are these healing powers as good as getting three like poles to the body and not dying? I guess so. Like, I guess that's like, I don't know if Mark could take that hit without the suit. That's what I'm assuming. But Moon Knight's kind of gone back and forth where it's been like, oh yeah, he's just a dude who's kind of crazy and has no powers. And then there's times where it's like, yeah, he's throwing crescent moons at you. So I think they're kind of having some fun there, but it is, I, I, I did find two things odd where that he has these to the body and he's kind of not dying. And I also just found that, like, I, keep, I imagine this guy's eventually going to maybe join the Avengers or Midnight Suns. And it just felt like these three kind of just thugs, like, had him down and out. Like, until he saw Layla getting roughed up, he was, he was looking pretty dire there, Moon Knight, just stuck. So, a little weird, but, you know, he got out of it and whatnot, so. Every hero has their moment like that. There's Incredible Hulk when he was hit by those sound guns and he saw... You know, uh, was a Betty just Betty. being uh, yeah. grabbed by the military dudes, and he just gets rawr, just fucking goes to town. And you know what? The way I can headcanon it is, he was winning the fight until Steven took over, right? So Steven kind of fucked yeah. that up for him. So there you mm-hmm. go. Uh, any other notes or things to shout out before we end this episode? I love turn back time. I don't know why, but this episode was kind of giving me Stargate vibes. Even when they were talking <laughs> about, hey, they're trying to find. Their coordinates, and they're talking about how the stars moved over 2,000 years. That's a trope from Stargate, how they had to change the coordinate space on stars moving, and it just mm. was really, really cool. I like that whole sequence a lot of them turning back. And like, yeah. What the fuck do you do if you see the skies going back 2,000 years? Like, that's a fucking mind trip. You probably had some good peyote or something like that. You know, like, who knows what's going on in Egypt. But no, I, le- I like that scene. They show it from the trailers, but it was visually pretty cool. I, I almost could have took a little bit more of it, but uh, yeah, it was a good one. I agree. Corkle, anything else? Uh, no, I think we tackle everything I wanted to cover. <laughs> How do you guys feel about Hathor's uh, kind of commitment to Conchu? Hathor. Who's that? Who's that? You mean Arthur? No. <laughs> the, the goddess Hathor, goddess of love, all that stuff. Oh, oh, that line was hilarious. Love. It was oh, love, wasn't I, I it? Love. Like, or was it love? I thought it was she's, music she's, and something. She's got us a love. There's music in there, love too. Love and beauty like or something like yeah. that. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, she said, oh, he used to enjoy my music not too long ago. Just in the same way, I guess these gods were maybe getting it on or at least having Sold a good flame. time. So. Mm-hmm, yeah. <laughs> it was nice. I, I liked that stuff. Like, it did make it feel like they had history, you know, so that yeah. was good. So, I, yeah, I liked that stuff. Good shout out. Good shout out. Well, that's it of episode three. We'll be back next week with episode four. And, uh, yeah, hopefully it's a good one. This was a good one, but hopefully it's another big one and juicy one. We'll see. Does he still have the powers without Conchu? Who is the third identity? Did he kill Layla's dad? Is Steven and Mark going to watch each other fuck Layla in the mirror? <laughs> all these pressing questions. Uh, just next week, they're just like, all of a sudden, it's like, this episode's very mature. And it's just like a full, like, they're just switching back and forth. and everything. Every question you just asked is covered next episode. I hope so. That'd be I amazing. I really hope so. And will they ask Arthur, hey, are you fucking crazy? And he's like, no, I'm not. I'm not it's crazy. It's going to be the shortest one yet. It'll be like yeah, a yeah, yeah. It's going to be 20, 20 <laughs> minutes, 15 minutes with, with credits. 
But uh, yeah, Age, uh, hope you enjoyed this. Let us know Discord, Twitter, Facebook, uh, YouTube, all the shebang about what you thought. Uh, anything's disagrees, agree with. And plus, especially in the Discord, drop us your theories about some of this identity stuff and see what's going on. Is it Jake? Is it someone new? Who knows? Until then, or until next time, I'm not be boring. <laughs>